0: Hello and welcome to Let's Shoot Together, a photography podcast by me, Anna Konstein from Studio Gently. I'm a newly Edinburgh-based branding photographer working with Kind and Creative Kin across the UK and this podcast is for gentle photographers everywhere. If you're looking to jump into brand photography or you're a fellow brand photographer looking for tips, this podcast is for you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh my goodness we are back. If things have all gone to plan you should have just enjoyed three re-releases of season one in celebration of Let's Shoot Together's return and I hope you loved them too. What started as just an experiment is now a fully fledged podcast with a series two introducing some talented voices I cannot wait to share with you. This season will alternate between solo episodes like this one alongside interviews with photographers and creative business owners to cover all areas of photography and running a slow and gentle business. When I first started Let's Shoot Together I focused on helping beginner photographers through my one-to-one mentoring and these podcast episodes. I've had a fairly recent epiphany that means the direction for the podcast and my business have changed just a little bit, but we'll be covering that in the theme of today's episode. I am so proud of this series and so in love with the interviews we recorded, gaining inspiration from some of my all-time favourite folk to follow online. I can't wait to kick off the interviews next episode, but I'm just as excited to be sitting down for a solo chat today because this one is a good one. Today we're walking through each season of my business so far, from unlikely beginnings to financial success that left me empty, to shooting just four sessions in all of 2021, to getting so booked out in 2022 that I had to hire an editor to manage my workload and what I'd love to welcome in for the last quarter of this year. I hope you enjoy tuning in. Let's get started. 2016, the unlikely beginning. So we'll be breaking the journey of my business down year by year, and we're starting way back in 2016, September to be precise. i just returned from doing Camp America, and I'd spent the whole summer feeling an itch, that I knew wouldn't go away. That itch was giving freelancing a go, which felt like a wild and reckless idea at that time, let me tell you. (laughs) None of my family-owned businesses, none of my friends at that time were freelancers. From what I remember, it felt like those first few months were marked by my dad constantly saying, well, if you're finding it that hard, you might as well just quit. Three clients had approached me before my summer in the States because they loved my Instagram and wanted to help with their social media, both for their photography and their written content. My last ever job involved shooting brand photography and I'd written a copy for that company's website, but that was where my experience began and ended. All three of my clients were firm though. They believed in me and they were super eager to work together. Naturally I started out by charging next to nothing. I almost want to cry when I think about that first £10 an hour rate. In my naive head I thought it was a lot more than minimum wage and I'd only ever worked minimum wage jobs before then. At least though that tiny rate made me feel quite free and able to experiment which was still a little bit of a positive. We can chat in another episode about what I'd do if I were starting out again now but suffice to say I wouldn't dream of charging £10 an hour and I'll never let any of my mentees consider this as a rate either. 2016 was exciting but not hugely eventful but sadly some pretty dark things lay just around the corner. 2017. Burnout and breakdown. Some of you will already be aware of this fact, but in 2017, I had a psychotic breakdown. I didn't have a family history of psychosis and I wasn't a recreational drug user. So to many, I wasn't an obvious candidate for getting as unwell as I did. One of the many things I feel sad about with 2017 is how little I remember of it what i do know is that i was overdoing it and i was overdoing it a lot my mum grew gradually more concerned after i locked myself into work for going sleep social times and even chats during the day because i felt so committed to being at my desk and being productive my days were long my evenings were often interrupted And my weekends slowly involved more work too. It all came to a head in April 2017 and that's when the fog really sets in. My insomnia had gone from four hours of sleep to most nights being two hours or less. And unsurprisingly it broke me. I may record you a podcast episode about this specifically let me know if you'd like to listen but the gist is that losing my mind changed me forever. Thankfully though it was mostly for the better. I had three months off work entirely because putting it bluntly at one stage I couldn't even brush my own teeth. I'm glad I don't remember that part. In September 2017, I started working weekly for my main retainer client again, then started full-time for all clients at the start of 2018. If you're looking to up-level your client experience, the number one tool I recommend is Dub Sardo. It's a beautiful and intuitive CRM platform that I use to host my client portals, easily send invoices, create welcome questionnaires and do so much more. Dubsado makes automation accessible with powerful workflows that help tackle your tasks and an inbuilt scheduler to make meetings manageable. If you'd like to join Dubsado with 20% off your first month or year, You can join with code STUDIO gently, lowercase, today. 2018, finding my work family. I remember 2018 as being one of the best years of my life. And there was one key reason I met my work family. I'd worked solely from home since my business began, but on the 13th of June, 2018, I walked through the doors of Cowork Gin, the shared office space I fell in love with in Northampton. I could talk for hours about why I loved Engine, but suffice it to say, finding your unofficial colleagues matters. I not only met some of my very best friends through co-working but also clients and trusted confidants with whom I could offload in a way I'd never been able to while working from home. Because of Engine, this was the first year that my business started making what I'll lovingly call serious money. I was able to chat about ideas with people who helped me finesse them and realised finally how badly I was undercharging my clients. In September of that year I was finally able to move into my first non-uni flat which was exciting beyond words. Sadly engine closed its doors during the pandemic but I'd love to explore co-working options here in Edinburgh because it led to so much business and I love my old engine friends. 2019 learning that some things are too good to be true. Anyone who knows me well can vouch for the fact that I am a super trusting person. This hadn't really been a negative until mid-2019, when I started contracting for a startup part-time. My photography work had grown heaps, but I loved the vision of the business and wanted to put my content writing skills to use in a new way. This story essentially boils down to one thing. Make sure you get a contract. If a company won't give you one, then it's on you to make one yourself. I took some bad advice that the company should have provided a contract, which led to months of waiting for one, but I now wish I'd made one myself and just handed the company to sign it. Instead, what followed was six months of being massively overworked, but also guilt-tripped for not working, then six months of chasing my final £1,000 invoice. I thought I was helping a company that was trying to do good and was happy to do so alongside my photography work, but the on Vision we were all sold was just untrue. I regret joining that company and almost everybody who worked alongside me quit just months after I did. 2020, the pandemic year. Oh boy 2020. (laughs) I don't think any of you need a reminder that this was a year that COVID-19 hit hard. Things got extremely dire to the point where I earned just £90 in the June of 2020. I count myself lucky that I made even that. I decided that I was going to quietly put down my camera for the majority of the pandemic and instead focus on my content writing skills. I also decided I wanted to chase more retainer work so I said yes when a handful of opportunities came my way. I began writing social content for a local marketing agency, I ran a website for a children's organisation in Birmingham, I eventually got more hours at a boutique I've been on retainer with since the start of my business and I wrote some pretty dry blog content for a productivity app. It wasn't fun, but I was able to keep my lights on, and for that, I am grateful. 2021, a rebrand, and the year of four photo shoots. When 2021 rolled around, I genuinely thought I'd be looking ahead towards brighter, better days. I decided to formally separate the content writing and photography sides of my business. And on my writing website, I stated that I was no longer looking for new work. I approached a fantastic designer, Sarah, from These Are The Days, to create a new visual identity for my photography work, Studio Gently. The rebrand went smoothly. I was in love with my visuals, but I still wasn't getting any shooting inquiries. Writing-wise, I was thriving. Late summer 2021 was my highest turnover ever until 2022. A figure that would have been unthinkable to my earlier self, but it came with a catch. I was miserable, uninspired, and I was fed up with my writing work. I just wanted a camera in my hands and the chance to dig much deeper into my photo shoot experiences. The name of this chapter is True. I did shoot just four sessions in all of 2021. I realised though that I would never have the energy to throw myself into getting more photography work if I didn't let go of some of my retainers. I quit my role running the website for the children's organisation, a decision that was saddening but empowering in equal measure. I used that time to pitch to a handful of dream clients and worked with three Scottish businesses that I am sure just wouldn't have spotted me otherwise. In December, my longest standing retainer dropped me with a week's notice and I was crushed. Again, the lesson here really is to get a contract because it doesn't matter how friendly you are with a client if said client is financially panicking. I got very scared but eventually came to see the loss as a good turn of events because I loved having that time back in my weekly schedule. I was feeling super inspired going into 2022 and just like buses. I can safely say that 2022 was the year my business bounced back. I reduced my writing hours to the bare minimum and set my eyes on photography work. And so far, I've been lucky enough to photograph a vegan cake baker, a shopkeeper, three coaches, a beautiful self-care company, my first ever commission for my favourite magazine, my first ever music festival where I got to stand on stage with Sophie Ellis-Bexter, an artist, a marketing agency owner, a painter, a design agency and a health and nutrition guide for a grand total of 16 days shooting at the time of writing, a little bit better than four. At one point I got so busy this summer that I was able to hire the most fantastic editor to support me with all of the shoots that I took on in June and it still feels surreal to compare my calendar this year and last year, let me tell you. I've also been able to finally realise a huge personal dream and move to a new city as I've just made a home in my own flat in the beautiful city of Edinburgh. I do think I need to say that this has happened against the backdrop of some pretty harrowing personal circumstances. I'm still in therapy to process some trauma that went on from last year into early this year, and the trauma triggered mild but distressing psychosis symptoms. The move was as stressful as you'd expect a 300 mile move to be, which also didn't help said psychosis symptoms. I also underwent investigations for my painful periods and learned that I might have endometriosis. It swings and roundabouts, everybody. But what am I hoping to welcome in for the end of this year? Are you ready to bring your brand photography to life this year? Whether you're a seasoned brand photographer looking to grow or just starting out in the field, I would love to help. We can cover systems and strategies, getting featured in magazines, kit and gear, and so much more. I offer just three one-to-one mentoring sessions monthly, so head to studogently.com mentoring to learn more and book in. What I'd love for the rest of 2022. I think there's just one key thing I'd love for the end of 2022. I'd love to have a little more calm. <laughs> To help that happen, I'm capping the number of shoots I want to take on for the rest of the year and I'm raising my prices to recognise the huge amount of hours that go into planning each shoot. I'd love to work with more creative businesses, especially Scottish ones, and I'm so chuffed to be mentoring fellow brand photographers. I mentioned this in the intro, but I realised I just wasn't enjoying helping beginner photographers get to know their camera. And I am instead so much more excited about using my marketing expertise and photography experience to help others wanting to make the way in what I think is such an incredible field. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for more and leave a review on your fave podcast platform so that more people can discover Let's Shoot Together. You can share this episode with the hashtag Let's Shoot Together and tag me on at Studio Gently so that I can repost you. I hope you're ready for our fantastic interview episode next week and I hope you have good things ahead of you wherever and whenever you are. Take care and let's go shoot together.